Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. This is Shane of Thrones, episode 6. We talk about Game of Thrones, episode 5 in season 8. Spoiler alert all over this episode. Matt Purcell and Matt Skirky are with me again. I hope you all enjoy. And we will have a raw reaction video. You hear this, this is the third time you're going to hear it. Sorry. Uh, Have a raw video out on Monday. I hope you all enjoy. See you in there. boys are here and it's time to talk about the mad fucking queen hey now hey now hey now it's matt matt skirky and matt Purcellar are here i'm here hi once again how's it going last time yeah. second to last second time. to last time that's right to anybody who listens to this there's going to be an episode tomorrow on monday in the morning there's going to be a a, a post Final episode of Game of Thrones, Shane of Thrones episode. Raw reaction. Um, I'm going to start us off with a nice quote because uh, there was a lot of shit that happened and it was kind of depressing. So I'm going to shed a little light. Only kind of. Yeah. Only, yeah, only kind of. It's a big, beautiful world. Most of us live and die in the same corner where we were born and never get, uh, get to see any of it. I don't want to be... Most people. Who was that, gentlemen? I don't know. Come Matt, on, Matt think about it. Think about I it. I remember hearing the quote, but I can't. I can't be one hundred percent certain who it was. For some reason, I think it was Braun of the Blackwater. I wish it was. I know, right? It was Oberyn Martell. Ah, yes. It definitely was Oberyn Martell. <laughs> yeah. God damn, I miss Oberyn Martell. Right. He was the best, dude. Right? The fucking Red Viper of, Dawn, <laughs> of Dorne, dude. Like, ah. Oh. I was you listening kill, to- You raped her. <laughs> you murdered her. Oh. You killed their children. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. He gets his I, face I was fucking listening, crushed. I was listening to one of our previous episodes of Shane of Thrones. Ooh. And I was talking about, um, you know, his, I think it was last week's episode when I was talking about Oberyn's ideals of bastards. Oh, yeah. When he was saying that, uh, you know, a child born of passion is never a bad thing. And you know it, it's it's funny that he said he said it like that because yeah. you know it, in today's society you know when someone has a has a kid young or you know a, a child out of without being married and and all of these things that like society has deemed as a um you know like a a disadvantage I guess sure. um my mom had always had always told everyone like everyone that she came across pretty much her entire life whenever they're like, you know, Oh, oh, my nephew is 18 and he got his girlfriend pregnant or something. My mom would be like, Oh, okay. Well, babies, babies are a blessing. You know, like it's not the end of the world. People figure it out, you know? And, and in that, in this medieval mindset, you know, I know that game of Thrones is fantasy, Right. But 
so much of this fantasy was built on actual history and you know the sign of a bastard i mean even going back to you know the past within the past like 50 60 years in the current society that we live in it's like a, a child a child born without you know a father figure or something like that you know would would at times be referred to as a bastard and it's like why is that a bad thing they're still here they're still of you know, hope they're hopefully going to be a, a fully functioning member of society, and I mean, I'm getting pretty deep down a rabbit hole here of <laughs> society and whatnot. But but I love that kind of stuff. I love when they when someone or some writing or you know, in this case, a television show, takes something like that and they're like, well, it's not a bad thing, you know, right. like it's a child. It's right. not it's the lo- plague. It, yeah, it's a new it's a new life. You know, and and I love that attitude from the Dornish of there's so many things that the Dornish brought to have brought to the story of A Song of Ice and Fire that I personally enjoy. Um, The fact that the heir to the to the Martell family, the heir to Sunspear does not have to be a male. Right. You know, they don't call themselves lords and ladies. They call themselves princes and princesses. Even even the current ruler of you know in the in the book he's still alive doran martell yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but in the show we saw ilaria sand kill him uh stab a dagger through his heart you know he was in the wheelchair and all of that and he has what what they call the rich man's disease yeah which is basically gout he has gout in his legs and they don't have any way of treating it so he can't you know it's painful for him to walk so he ends up in a wheelchair um but he's not Lord Martell of Sunspear. He's Prince Martell of Sunspear. Yeah. You know? And that's why Oberyn told, I believe he told Jamie, maybe it was Tyrion, um, during that whole season when Oberyn was was a part of the show, he uh he said something along the lines of like, you know, you sh- you shipped Marcella out of this hellhole and she became a princess or something to that effect it's not I, I know that's not exactly what he said gotcha you know but but basically what he was saying was like you know by you sending her to dorn yeah. she became a princess and she wouldn't have been that for long in i mean she was still a princess in king's oh, landing yeah. because she was you know technically robert and cersei's daughter Technically, technically, big, big, technically with that one. But, but, you know, like she would then become a princess for the rest of her life because once she was married off to a Lord in, you know, outside of Dorne, she would have been a lady of that Lord's Lord's home. Um, So now Dorne or Oberyn Martell was basically saying like, now she's a princess forever because now she was betrothed to Tristan Martell. Doran's son yeah. and in the show he's the you know he was the heir yeah, yeah, yeah. but in the books um Doran Martell has a daughter who is the heir to Sunspear. Oh, okay so in the books like I don't even think that they've said anything about Doran and and or probably not uh Tristan I think it's Tristan or Tristan Tristane. Martell Tristane Tristane that's right yeah. yeah um but regardless either way they still they still have an heir, but in the show there, there's 
technically no air there. Someone, I, I'm wondering if they're gonna wrap up something there. And, and dude, like, they're not gonna wrap up shit. This is this is obviously a lot of people are a little upset of what's going on. This is one of the things. Everybody's like, "What about Dorn? Like, how are we? How do we wrap up Dorn? The only thing, the last thing we saw was the sands in the crypt, and Cersei was gave her the kiss of death and we don't know how long she lasted and now that the, they're dead they're fucking dead now <laughs> obviously but like how do we wrap up Dorne um, we still need to wrap up what happens to the north what like there's so many things <laughs> there's a lot and, of tie ups and ends that need to be right we might hit a lot of dead ends like oh definitely it's the last episode we're most certainly going to hit a lot of things that are just not going to be explained and that's okay um, right. but then we're going to get practically everything that we could hope for or that we know i hope so yeah i mean some stuff that they've left by the wayside like i know people were getting upset about um john and ghost's last interaction together and you know john and sam and john and torment and all these little things and people just bidding farewell and I, i do think that this season has been as much as i've liked it i do feel like it's been um rushed ever so slightly i, I wish yeah. that it could be no it's definitely been rushed i mean i would have liked to have seen them do eight episodes if they weren't going to do a full yeah. 10 episode i would have liked to see them do i think they could have gotten eight. away with 10 yeah for, they, for, for... they probably could have um but you know it, it's it's over man i mean we've seen this now multiple times with very very popular shows where you know, on one hand, they could take it all the way to the point where you're just like, "Ugh, it's just dreadful." It's like it's terrible. like it's like watching right. uh, Shameless now. It's it's, it's, yeah. it's totally different. Context Shameless is one different. of them. Uh, Prison Break was a show that I loved. The first two seasons of Prison Break were awesome, but and then, then like dragging the ass. three, four, five seasons. Like it just it was like. How many times are these like five guys going to be breaking out of prison? Yeah, no, totally. They find themselves. I mean, no one has ever broken out of prison that many times in real life. You know, like it was just it got so absurd. Um, And then, you know, I've never watched Walking Dead, but I've heard people talk about was a fantastic show after the first few seasons. I mean, I'd stop and then I'd start up again and then I'd get big into it. Like when Negan became a thing, I started watching it again. But then after that, it just is too much and and the the problem is 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 just much like george r R. martin hasn't finished the books the comics have not ended right and they're continuously going right and they're changing and they're making revisions and they're doing and they're and they're killing off characters in a book setting and then like introducing other characters where in a show it's so hard to do that i mean obviously game of thrones has caught in a lot of shit you know throughout its eight eight season run and one of the things that it used to catch a lot of shit for was how many people they killed off. Yeah. Now we've all become so like numb, desensitized to you just expect fa- it. Yeah, you expect it, and it's be- it and hasn't be and it's not a shock anymore. No. You know the killing of a beloved character or you know a hated character even, and now it's like okay, well you know there's so many characters, but think about. The difference between a network like HBO that has paid subscribers, they have money, they're able to do thing, they're able to do things on a grander scale than a than an, uh, a network like AMC. Yeah, AMC has to rely on advertising. Lots they have of to, it. You know, they have to rely on on a lot of these different things that. <clears throat> 
you're just not going to be able to have the budget to, you know, kill off this character and bring in two more. And then when those two aren't working, kill that one off. And, yeah, exactly. You know, it's just, it's a lot of, they just Moving don't have parts. the infrastructure for that. I mean, every time you see something on for Game of Thrones where they're talking about, like, um, you know, behind the scenes and, and, and the crew and all of that kind of stuff, they always say from, you know, Dan and David all the way down to the, you know, the, the prop guys are like the amount of people that it takes to run this show is astronomical thing. I've never seen this before, you know, in my 30, 30 year career of working in, in television and movies and all of that. And you're just and that's like, amazing. It is incredible. It's, you know, and, and the fact is Shane said it a couple of times, you know, we don't make these type. This isn't what we do for a living. This isn't our talent and our specialty is to make a television show like this or a movie or whatever the case may be. So the fact that they're doing it the way that they're doing it, yeah, it might not be what some fans want. Well, there's already like it's 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 ridiculous. I saw a petition for the. I'm sure you've heard about it. The petition mm-hmm. to. And I, yeah. <laughs> it hit how many? A million. A million. Yeah. Okay. Let's just let's just put this into perspective, though. Yes, a million is a lot of people to sign a petition. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people. How many people have been watching Game of Thrones? Seventeen to twenty million. Seventeen to twenty million. So let's just even go on the highest side of that of that number. Twenty million people, and then you only have one million. That is. Complaining. Complaining. Yeah. Bunch of sallies. That's it's it's I, I, I think that they just yeah, no, I, I it's like it's like five percent of the viewing public. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's um it's mostly if I'm not if I if I'm going to be if we're going to be honest about it, it's probably mostly people who've read the books and are really, you know, not I see their side. I've looked into it. Me and a couple of other friends of mine have had conversations about it. I, I'm i the type of person, like Matt just said, I, I can't knock something that I can't do. Like, no, you just have to let it be for what it is because it's going to be well, that way anyways. Especially when, right, especially, especially when it's something. Super upset about it. Right, especially when it's something that I've been watching for fucking years now well, you're invested and i'm super invested i enjoy it i've enjoyed it the whole time and it's it is what it is i'm gonna yeah. stay on the ground and not be upset about it and not let it ruin my day i, no, have, no, I no. have other things to be angry about yeah <laughs> and i don't have a lot to be angry about because life's not that bad no and i'm just I, invested one in one it. tv show and what the decisions of the writers are i'm not gonna hold it against them I even said it last week. In two years, we're not going to care about it. You know? Oh, not at all. We're not. We're not going to be like, oh, you know, that was so such a disappointment that they ended it that way instead of this way, and blah blah blah. And you know what? If you want, if you want to live it out the way that you want, you know, that you think that it should be lived out, keep waiting for George to finish the books. Yeah. Once he finishes the books, then, then people will probably be happy. I well, think then you can I, get what they want, I, and they can yeah. have the whole storyline played out for a longer period of time. Because, By the actual creator. Because with the way that this season is going, um, with Daenerys becoming the Mad Queen, it it, it leaves something to be desired. Um, it is not what I expected, um, but kind of, in a sense. 
but it's definitely gone to the point where I wish that there were more signs or more showings of how you got from point A to point B. Like you went from, you know, at the beginning of the season to being, you know, in love with John, you're there to fight the the undead (laughs) army. And then in the course of the season, we've just seen everything taken away from her, her allies, her armies, everybody. And even like in this last episode with Varys, her, one of her closest advisors, one of the last people betrays her. And then also John just doesn't accept her love. And he does. He's like, I I love you, but I can't. I think John, yeah, I mean, I, John accepts her love and he loves her as well. He's, I think the problem with the whole John and Danny thing, uh, their relationship, is that there isn't a lot of time to actually have the conversation on, hey, man, you're my aunt. It's a little weird in the North to sleep with your aunt. Like, that whole conversation, if we had a few more, if we had four more episodes, if we had ten episodes in the season, I think there are a lot of things that people, I think they could have given us a little more. They could have expanded, definitely. A lot more, because that's a whole fucking conversation. That's like a ten-minute little discussion on, hey, it's weird to bang your aunt. Yeah. And it's also weird that I'm the heir to the Iron Throne. Even though Danny's so quick on the draw and wants to go take King's Landing. Which was a... At first, I was like, poor decision. Everyone's kind of beat up. But then, after watching Drogon do what he did, I was like, alrighty then. There's no there's no holding that one back. Because she burned the Golden Company. Golden Company's gone. She blew up the Man. Golden Company. They got wasted. That was such... That was so anticlimactic. It was a buzzkill. It was a total buzzkill, especially for you, Skirky. I thought about it a couple of times this week, and I'm like, man, Skirky had all of this information prepped for like the Golden Company, and he like yeah, knew man. what they, was they, up. They're, they're coming and, from Essos. They're they're, yeah. they're they're led by this guy that's supposed to be, you know, like or these are just warrior men who have been fighting since the Blackfires. Right. They're started by Blackfire. They, and, well, and they and they just like. They they're just always fighting. They're always in war. Yeah. All this stuff, and then to just it was almost like they didn't even need to be there. They had all this build up for the Golden Company for them just for to be, nothing for, for them for, to just for, be incinerated. Yeah, completely. You know, and you're just like, well, why did we even give a flying fuck about yeah. the all these the Golden where, Company? All these scenes where it's like talks between Jamie and Cersei or Euron and Cersei and the Golden Company this and then they're just like completely annihilated and Harry Strickland is like running away from Dothraki and then unsullied he looked like an idiot running away they cast him they cast that guy so well because just his face is a punchable face I hated his face (laughs) it was such a punchable face like just this smug fucking dickhead of a guy (laughs) and you're just like oh god I fucking hate you he got Grey Worm Grey Worm fucked him up he just stabbed him right in the back threw a javelin fucking tossed his spear right in the back how about Grey Worm with the javelin to the Lannister soldier oh dude he led that Greyjoy just losing his shit man like you're an unsullied soldier you don't lose control like that you don't but I understand that the emotion comes into play but the fact that John stands down 
The Lannisters throw their swords like that is a Lannister move that fucking Grey Worm pulled. That is the stab Ned in the back of the leg. That is the that's the reins of Castamere right there. It's fucked up, dude. It's fucked up well, you how have they to, do that. Well, the reason I'm guessing the reason why they did that is because Danny goes crazy. That's bait. It's basically permission from his queen to fucking yeah, wipe everybody out. They, I mean, Grey Worm is the leader, and the Dothraki. You think they, they, they are not I'm, a part of that I, at all? They're, I, they're there to. That's the only thing I'm mad about the episode. What the Dothraki? Oh, having Dothraki at all? At all? Yeah, I, they were I, obliterated. There was ten of them left. I, we saw fifty to fifty to a hundred of them, if not more. Amongst the army, there was like at least a hundred to four hundred of them. Yeah, they were wiped clean. Yeah, the continuity is a little. That's that's the that was the only thing that I was upset about the episode. After rewatching it, I'm like, why are they even there? Yeah, I imagined ten of them that's at what most. I thought. Yeah, ten to fifteen. But but they somehow magically multiplied to four hundred. Well, after getting think, obliterated. I mean, you just you just went from fifty to hundred to then four hundred. So no, there was four hundred. I was talking about in the scene when they show the army in front of King's Landing. There's like four hundred. Oh, of them. I get what you're saying. There's that many left, even though we watched twenty thousand get yeah. el- eliminated from the equation. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. I think that's one you mistake know, that have, I'm mad. At. I'm not even mad about the cup. Have, I'm not mad about Jamie's real hand. Not even Jamie's mad. Jamie's real hand. That's right. Yeah, um, not mad about that. No, no, no. But listen. So they did when, remove that too. When we <laughs> see, when we see the Dothraki coming back at the Battle of Winterfell, there's like twenty of them. There's like yeah. There's like you know a very few Jorah. but it's in the frame that we're seeing we're also not seeing what's going on on the other side and and all of that so there is something to be said for you know the 20 that we see in the frame are 20 of you know 100 or 200 i'm not dude i don't have a fucking fight in this in this <laughs> argument i don't give a shit about the amount of dothraki that were in last week's episode i'm sorry if you want to die on that hill That's die on fair. that hill man I'm dying on that hill. <laughs> okay that's the right. one thing i'm disappointed in everything else i'm fucking jazzed about i'm dude i'm psyched about this past week's episode because okay i was on the other side of the fight with the when i was saying the mad queen last week when i was saying yeah, you that were. you know she's pissed she's upset yes you know but do i think that she has lost her her her, her her guiding way you know her guiding light and now after this uh, after this week's episode the one that we just watched the bells i believe it's called the bells I can't sit here and say, you know, she's just she's just mad. She's you know, she's just angry. I have to say that she got a taste of tyranny, fire and blood. Yeah, dude, she got a taste for fire and blood and you know, Varys said it before he was put to put to fire. Um, you know, he said her coin hasn't hasn't stopped yet. Her coin is still spinning, but he and he was saying it to John when John came onto Dragonstone. I'm certain about yours. I'm I'm fairly certain about your coin, you know. So that being said, she's my queen. Yeah, 
How many times does John need to fucking say that line? <laughs> but not even not even just that, dude. It's like every time John has been thrust into a leadership role in this story, he has not wanted it. A hundred percent. Not wanted Definitely it. doesn't want to be. No, he doesn't want. And kingdoms. I don't know if I want him to be the king of the seven kingdoms. I mean, it's it's not who Jon Snow is. You know, no. you said it last week. You said that he wants to go north with Tormund and Ghost. Like, that's the lifestyle. He wants to be a roaming free folk where he doesn't have to answer to anybody for anything. And that's he wants to be that guy. Just kind of take himself out of the equation. He doesn't want to play the politics. He doesn't want to be responsible for anyone or anything. And yet he finds himself in these positions where he's the best person for the job. And everyone would prosper if John was the king. He doesn't want to be it. You know, Aemon Targaryen did the same thing. Aemon of the Night's Watch. Maester Targaryen. Or Maester Aemon, he he was the heir to the throne. He he was the older brother of Jaehaerys Targaryen. Egg. Yeah, egg, egg. <laughs> uh, you know, and and he, and he did not want that life, and he left and went to the Citadel and became the Maester that he was. Um. And I see John being kind of similar in that sense. I don't think John's going to go and be a maester. I don't think he's got the the the, the brains for that. No. But the fact of the matter is that he wants to be left alone. He doesn't want people to come to him. He doesn't want to feel the the responsibility and duty to protect the masses. She's gotten progressively more and more responsibility yeah. as the show is going and, and on he, and he never wants it he didn't want to be the lord commander he didn't want to be the king of the north now he doesn't want to be the king of the seven kingdoms oh man he definitely just wants to go north and be one with egret be one with Egret. he misses his love his love, love his love that's his love man kissed by fire his first love they shared they shared a hot spring together um and they climbed the fucking wall together. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you want to climb that wall? No. I'm good. All right. I'm good. Biggest wall I'll climb is a fence. I still struggle <laughs> with that. Um, I So much happened, yet so little happened, because it was only around like four char- five characters. Yeah. Because we didn't around... go back to Winterfell. No. And we but... just... I enjoyed... I don't know about you guys, but I enjoyed the down. I I enjoyed watching Cersei watch the demise of her kingdom over her death. (laughs) Yeah, I enjoyed watching her sit there and suffer internally while she thought that she was going to win. Yeah, she had not a fighting chance. Yeah, and she had no chance. And I like that because they like they show off the true capability of what a dragon can do, not to an army, but to a city. And it just puts everything in retrospect. And a fleet. And a fleet. Oh, dude. yeah. When she dive bombs on them, that's the gnarliest shit. Makes she... me a little disappointed still in the whole Rhaegal thing because they hit that dragon with three bolts and they couldn't hit her for shit. Well, she was so pissed. I know. She was going fast. Yeah, she was going hard. But that was like that was like Night King Dragon hard. 
Yeah. <laughs> she was cruising. I know. And I was know. obliterating everything at the same time. She got all the scorpions on the yeah, yeah. on the top of the wall and then she got all the boats and then yeah. she got the front gate and then so I like much. I like her acting when she's um sitting on top of the wall and the bells are going off and you can just see her just deteriorating contemplating everything yeah deteriorating and then she sees the red keep and then it's just over and then she's flying over the city and then just <laughs> we finally got that shot that we've been waiting for for years the shot of a dragon going over King's right? Landing. Right, I thought that trailers. too. I I thought that too. I was right. like, man, that's that they used it in the fucking final season. Yeah, they've been they've been teasing us with that shot of Drogon flying over King's Landing for like for, five seasons. Yeah, now. yeah. Since like season four, it was like the cover. It was like the the poster. Yeah, or the um the. DVD cover, yeah, uh, artwork for one of the seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to go going back to what Skirky said about you know when they when the Iron Fleet took down Rhaegal, um, you know, there's an element of surprise that also happened. I think Danny kind of saw the Iron Fleet as a non-issue because I think that she expected to just mosey in take down the iron fleet you know i think i think that she got very confident after the battle of the battle for winterfell <clears throat> and she just kind of forgot about the iron fleet and then didn't realize that they had mounted all of these you know the these crossbow these Scorpion, giant crossbows scorpions. right scorpions um on the front of the boats like she didn't have that intel or anything right um and is it a little far-fetched that they were able to hit Rhaegal three times and then when when drogon came back for vengeance they couldn't get it anywhere close it's like maybe maybe there's maybe there's a continuity thing but for the entertainment value, it was crazy. they were both fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they both they both rocked my world. So yeah, I was um, we already see already talked about blowing up the Golden Company. <laughs> that was just stupid. I wish we would have at least got a battle in front of the keep, and then she like comes in and like fucking wipes them out like she did the White Walkers. But at least give us like five minutes of a fight between everybody, and show us the Golden Company's skill. Why, why risk your? Why risk your men? Right. You know, I mean, she just she took down all the air defenses, and then she comes back, and the gold, the Golden Company hadn't charged her troops yet right so just fucking take them down blow them up right right get rid of the threat right the fucking coolest thing in the world was drogon coming through the inside of the gates of king king's landing (laughs) and and like the golden company didn't even know what to do because they're thinking like oh we have the city walls behind us and all we have to do is you know if we if we retreat into the city walls we can hold the city right you know and then all of a sudden a fucking dragon comes from their backside <laughs> and just boom 
right through, <laughs> dude. That was really cool. That was a really cool choice that I, I, I really enjoyed. Um, how did we feel about how how did you feel about Jamie and Cersei's death, Skirky? Well, it definitely fulfilled the Valencar prophecy. I mean, yeah. as much as it isn't what people wanted for, <laughs> right? Um, I thought it was fitting. Uh, I I do wish Jamie didn't go back and do what he did. I wish he, his character arc had turned into him just like having a full redemption. And I guess it did. I mean, he did fulfill what he said he was going to do by going north, and he just wanted to die with Cersei because he knew she was going to die. Oh, absolutely. He knew that. And, you know, by her brother's hand, she did die. Right. Tyrion let Jaime free. Uh-huh. Jaime brought her to a spot that was doomed to die yeah. on accident. Oops. So She did die by both of their hands, though. Yep. Tyrion let Jamie go, which I didn't agree with that decision by Tyrion. No, Tyrion's He's been gonna fucking up die. for the past couple. Tyrion's T- gonna Tyrion, die. Tyrion just messes up constantly. I think, yeah. <laughs> as much as I like Tyrion, I think ever since, ever since he's been in an exile, ever since he's left Westeros, he has not been the same man that he was. Oh, after killing, killing his, his father, father and Shay, and yeah, killing his lover, he's just not yeah. been a decision maker. He's every decision he's made, even in Marine, he's he's caused some sort of chaos. The perils of self betterment. Yeah, he's just it's it's never really in his favor, but he keeps sliding under and sliding under yeah. and making his way and not, you know, having Daenerys give her her wrath or give him her wrath. Yeah. But it's gonna I think it's gonna end in oh, this episode. Yeah. I think Absolutely. she's she's Far past the point of having any reason or logic to things, she's just going to start toasting people because she doesn't care anymore. She'd rather rule by fear. She does not feel the love that Jon Snow feels in Westeros. Correct. I I have a strange feeling that I really hope Arya doesn't kill her. Me neither. That would be... I'd be she pissed can't, because she, she can't, can't kill, kill the two, Night King. Two big bad guys. Yeah, she can't. Technically, Daenerys is the big bad guy of this season. Correct. Um, I I hope that it's either John because obviously he didn't kill the Night King, and people were disappointed in that. Even though I was super happy with the Arya killing the Night King, I wasn't mad about. I it. I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was still super would have cool. preferred John, but that's just me. I think he, I think I think he gets to kill Danny. In return of not being able to kill her, uh, kill the Night King. Um, maybe, and I'm just spitballing, but maybe after she dies, John goes north, and Gendry takes the throne. He's technically the rightful heir. If you if you fight for the Baratheon side, he's technically the rightful heir. What if they end it? And this is just a thought. What if they end it as if it's back when? <coughs> Ned Stark's dad went down to King's Landing and his brother and it's John and Arya and Daenerys kills both of them. She burns John and Arya kills herself trying to save him. What if? And it's just a never ending cycle of bullshit. No happiness. <laughs> no happiness. All right, and then Arya and then it's technically Gendry's rebellion. <laughs> yeah, well Doubt dr- that dragon. Doubt that dragon. dragon dragon rules. Who's building stuff to stop dragons now? Kyburn got his head blown open, which was hilarious. I laughed hard when the I saw Clegane that. The Clegane Bowl. Yeah. 
Dude, the beginning of that fight scene when Drogon flies over with flames just shooting out of his mouth. I'm like, this is the sickest fucking one-on-one fight. It looked on like one something fight. out of some crazy fantasy movie that I've oh, never seen dude, before. Dude, that was the best. When he starts to crush his face. Oh, my God. And then he stabs him in the eye. Dude, he stabs him not in the eye. He stabs him through the head. Fuck <laughs> me, man. That <laughs> He's was... Like, gnarly and he's like fucking die <laughs> so mad and he just laughs oh my god that it was, was a good fight scene i i wish it was on a like a level playing field i don't know how i feel about the stairs part well the mountain regardless yeah they I, just made I, the I, mountain I, more of a mountain i'm like don't give him that kind of an edge on like top of the stairs zomb- like, he's like a zombie he- baby man he looked so gross he did look really <laughs> fucking gross <laughs> he looked like he'd been on a bender for about 60 years straight <laughs> yeah i uh oh my god that was so sick oh so sick i i loved how cersei just like Scoot it out of there. <laughs> you know, like, you know she, I mean, for as like tough as she's always been with having yeah. the mountain by her side and everything, and she's like, Sir Gregor, you know, and like, do what you will with this person, you know? Right. And then for, I did not like uh, the hound walking up and going, hello, big brother. Like, I didn't like him calling him big brother. I think he said, he walked up and said, your grace. Yeah, he was grace. addressing Cersei. No, I know, but when he went, when he started addressing when he started oh. to address the mountain. Oh. And he was like <clears throat> hello big brother or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like we already know that. I didn't yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, I mean it, it it wasn't like it wasn't cool. It wasn't like right. the, I don't know. If you're walking into a fight where you know that you're going to yeah. die. Right. Like he could have said Gregor he could have. He could have. Yeah. He could have said, "You know, you piece of shit, you, you fucking, ugly, you ugly <laughs> cunt." Yes. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Because the last time that he saw the mountain was at um, was was season seven at the at the dragon pits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he walked straight up to him, got in his face, and and yeah. he was like, "You're even uglier than I am," or something yeah. like that. You know. It's like, look what they've done to you. Like, um, but whatever. I mean, we got our Clegane Bowl. You know, yeah. It, it, there were things that I was like, uh, it's not as exciting as I wanted it to be. But then there are other things where I'm like, well, we got to see the two biggest motherfuckers like ball go yeah, at yeah, yeah. it. And the, and the fact that he was squeezing his head like Oberyn, I was uh, like, don't do that. Like, no. don't have that be the way that the mountain kills the hound and just carries on and it's like oh well the mountain's the mountain and no one's ever gonna kill him it's like no fucking Oberyn should have killed him Oberyn should have cut his goddamn head off you know um but uh but the whole the whole thing that I thought was really cool, obviously, yeah, the hound stabbing him in the through the eye, yeah, uh, that was that was badass. And then when he tackled him through the wall, yeah, because it was also like the hound facing his fear. They said it in the behind the or after the episode or whatever. Um, you know, the hound faced his fear of fire by jumping into fire right you know and they both died i think that's well and he knew that he couldn't kill his brother right he's like i have to kill myself yeah to kill I, have, my I have to you know i have to self-sacrifice to take him down at the same time yeah and 
it is what it is. You know, the world is is rid of the Clegane family, right? Which is probably a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was what it was. It was awesome. Yeah, it was it was good, but it wasn't like. The greatest thing I've ever seen. No, that's because we were watching Danny burn the place to the fucking ground while they're doing it. So it was just kind of yeah, it was just like this little little side. But a lot step of that stuff was watching ca- the carnage. <clears throat> a lot of that stuff was like so chaotic that I loved that aspect of it, where it was like handheld camera shots. Yep, all that. Arya running through the streets of King's Landing and like. Yeah, they were cutting back and I mean, forth to her and the Hound, kind right. of getting. She was getting trampled. He right. was getting his shit rocked. Yeah. Have you heard anything about people saying that, like, oh, by Arya riding the white horse out means that she's dead? Have you heard that? That was a topic of conversation. This well, that's that's a that, that it's already debunked. Cause oh, okay. She's in the trailer. Yeah, that's true. She's in the trailer, looking at Danny stepping out on top of the world. All right, well, fuck that. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. I <laughs> I saw it. I didn't dig into it, but the white, I saw the like, white a horse, video of it. The white horse thing is... I, 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 have you looked into this fucking white horse thing? I didn't look at anything into the white the, horse. The kid, the kid that she was she trying was, to yeah, save was, was holding, holding a, a white, white horse, horse yeah. and then when the, when the burning was done, Arya steps out, and there's a white, horse. and there's a white horse just randomly standing there, so um, it would have been way cooler if it was fucking Nymeria, the, her, her dire wolf, but... She's got a pack of wolves she's so taking care we, of. What are you guys talking about? We're talking about uh We're just talking about the sequence of events with like the Clegane Bull and Arya jumping back and forth and then Arya running through the streets and then yeah, he I'm brought up the white that horse. Arya isn't completely maimed. Nah, dude, that was more plot armor. She got I like know. a fat plate of plot armor and yeah, just seriously. thrown on top of her. She's like, Oh, it's safe. We got you gotta go. like, can't she, be in here. She basically her plot armor was basically like Randy in a Christmas story. Yeah. Fucking outfit. <laughs> I can't move, mom. <laughs> That's basically what Arya was with plot armor. Um, I <sighs> yeah, dude. The cinematography was just awesome. There's all like the- that whole fucking episode is just cinematography jizzing all over our faces. And the best part was there wasn't like and the wildfire catch thing. There wasn't a whole lot of dialogue that entire episode. Same as with the Battle of Winterfell. There was very little dialogue. It was mostly just fighting. Although in this case it was carnage, yeah. Well, just obliteration of innocence. Yeah, she's nobody, the queen. Nobody, she's nobody finally the queen of the ashes. It wasn't even just her. It was the unsullied. It was the Northmen pillaging and raping and yep. sacking King's Landing. And yeah, we saw our good guys turn into fucking bad guys. Yeah, how about that? But then we also have to think about how much the Northerners hate Southerners and hate the South because of what they do to House Stark all the time. So their bannermen are like, "Fuck all of these people who live in this shit city." Let's kill them all. Yeah. And it turned into a complete shit show. It was awful. <laughs> it yeah, was it hard was to watch. <laughs> well, you know what was crazy was when after um, Grey Worm threw his javelin at uh, the Lannister, when they were just showing the visceral yeah. Northmen just slaying Lannister men and their just hands are getting chopped off and they're, f- oh, man. Oh, when the it guy watching the sword go through the guy. Yeah. <laughs> cutting him in half. You're like, oh. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, I they did it. I, that's why I hate when people get mad at this shit, man. It's like they did a great job. Yeah, at making it. You're on. Whether or not Jamie's you like play. the story it's part of it is beyond it. The yeah. whole accomplishment that they've done for television is just awesome. And 
I, I think. I think Danny's gonna just fucking. I think she's gonna get her head cut off. The man who. But what happens to Drogon? That's the thing. The what happens to Drogon? Does he go to John? Does he go to John? Does he love John? Or does Drogon die somehow? Right. I don't. I don't. If anything, like the only thing I could see or have for Drogon dying would be the undead mountain coming back from falling off of a giant building and just trying to kill it. But then I'm nah. That doesn't work either. So I don't think there's anything there to kill Drogon. I don't think so either. Yeah. So we know that John can ride dragons. Correct. He's got the Targaryen blood. There's another person with Targaryen blood in this story. Tyrion? No. Nope. Sure about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> but Gendry. Oh yeah, he's a Baratheon. Yeah, he's a Baratheon. That's and, right. And Robert's grandmother was a Targaryen. Yeah. So Gendry does have Targaryen blood. Gendry has now been legitimized as a Baratheon and as has been named uh, Lord of Storm's End, but because of that, Barath or uh, he could potentially, in an argument for people who like House Baratheon more than Targaryen, could technically be the heir of the Iron Throne. Because yeah, once the well, Baratheon takes the throne, it belongs. Whoever takes the throne, the throne belongs to that house. Yeah, but I mean, for all intents and purposes, Danny's going to take the throne tonight. Like that's we, what we're opening up with. Yeah, we know that that's, that's going to happen. Right, but what I'm what I'm saying is that, you know, Danny's going to take the throne. If someone were to kill her to take the throne, I think it would only be fitting for it to be John even though, you know, John has been the the hero 100% of the time prior to the Night King. Um but technically well, yeah, no, tr- for sure, for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, with John's resistance to the throne, do you think that he would give it up to Gendry? I mean, these are just kind of like off the cuff, like theories that I'm throwing out. But you know, I mean, there there could be legitimacy to that. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it, as far as riding Drogon, we don't know if Gendry would be able to ride Drogon. I don't think he would be able to. I don't think he would either. But that doesn't mean that John couldn't ride Drogon because after Aegon the Conqueror died, his son, Magar the Cruel, or, or I think it was either his son or his grandson, I can't remember. He, I think he, he rode Balerion. He rode Balerion, yeah. Balerion had m- multiple riders. Yeah. You know, because. Like 120, 100. Yeah, the, years they, old. they live further, or they live longer than. Humans. He was the Black Dread. Right. And, it's and such a fucking gnarly name. It is a gnarly I really love that name. <laughs> um, I want to see it. I want to see that. If if we get that, I I think we're getting the long night. I think that's the deal. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. But I hope we get another spinoff series of Aegon's Conquest, and then that would be sick. And then also, we could spend three three seasons on Robert's Rebellion. Robert's Rebellion could be like a mini series where it's three seasons, ten episodes, each an hour, 
and then we go through the steps because we already know most of the story. So now we just we just want to watch it at this point. Well, then we see more stuff on Rhaegar and Lyanna. We see the tournament at Heron Hall. We see you know all this yeah, stuff that uh the Night of the Laughing Tree. You want to see that so bad? That'd be cool. <laughs> and then get a confirmation on who it is. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. What do you? I don't know. I don't know what to expect. All I know is just that bitch is dying. Expect nothing. You don't know that. She's dying. How do you know? I knew she was going to go mad, son. She's fucking dying hard. Oh, okay. You make one good prediction. You think you're right about it. Bitch, everything? that was a great prediction. <laughs> also, I did, me and Purcell and you all predicted the Arya and Gendry thing. So we're all pretty good at guessing what the fuck's going That's to happen. That's a lot more, more. This isn't pretty fucking obvious to you that she's going to die? I don't know. It's the series for now. I'm not going to leave it up to anything. It might be anything. It might be anything. It, it could be. be anything. You're absolutely right. I agree with you. They could all just die. All How time. though? Another another know. army I'm of bullshitting. whites come somehow, and just we just don't get a Sansa death. We don't get a Bran death. We don't get anything. They're already just dead. A buddy of mine was like, "What if they end it with Bran's eyes turning blue?" I was like, "Oh, that'd be, that'd be deep." Cool. I'd be like, oh, they'd leave us with so much to think about. What if, though? What if they... <laughs> that that sounds crazy. What if they don't give us any sort of death? That there's just like an army of whites coming. And right. It's like nobody had word. No ravens were sent. Yep. They just all died. And then everybody in King's Landing is like, fuck. I mean, <laughs> that, there's not a lot of... Crazy. That, that, that's the str- There's a million people in that city. She at least knocked out half of that population. <laughs> No way. I don't think she killed 500,000 people. Do you? That city was on fire and wildfire catches were blowing up. Yeah, they were. There's craters in that city now, dude. There's going to be some sinkholes too. And we did a whole... We did We did like five pan outs of that city and the progression of Drogon's fucking massacre onto that city. It spanned the whole thing. And then he knocks down the whole Red Keep. Peace out. Yeah, he's- no more Red Keep. Where's she gonna rule now? Dragonstone. She's the, she's the queen of ashes. If if they end it with her living, she's going to Dragonstone, and that's the new King's Landing. What? She's just Think hiding out it. there for the rest of her days. Yeah, she's, coming she's out the Mad Queen people. on her island. It's a great narrative. Mad Queen on her island. No one goes to Dragonstone. She lives there alone with her unsullied and her crazy hand. Grey Worm. <laughs> 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 the Kendall. <laughs> Who's a Kendall? I have to pee. Grey Worm. Grey Worm is a Kendall. Yeah. yeah, because he doesn't. Because he's been castrated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Just like Theon. Oh man. Um. Yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I don't know if we're necessarily going to see her die. I'm yeah. I'm in that. I, I don't know. I'm not really buying into that one. Uh, it's a hard one for me to buy into just because we have one episode left. Yeah. She has already thrown everything, you know, thrown caution to the wind and steered into the, into the craziness because that, she didn't get what she wanted doing it the right way. Right. Right, she lost everything doing right. it the right way. Well, and like look at look at the 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 Targaryen dynasty as a whole. Uh huh. 
the way that they have kept the way that they kept their hold on Westeros was by fear by having dragons you know in the early years with Aegon and Magar and all of those guys they were always ready and willing and some of them were eager to lay waste yes you know i mean Aegon the conqueror laid waste to Harrenhal and burned everyone in the fucking uh the castle burned them alive he threw down on the field of fire and burned the king of the reach garth greenhand <laughs> he really and his sons yeah and all of it just took out the entire family and with with like with zero care you know so in this definition of madness that we're getting right now with Danny, like taking what she wants, it's is it really madness or is this just the way that the conqueror rules? Yeah, you know, um, I call it madness because she killed innocents. Yeah, but you're gonna, she didn't just she didn't they're, just they're gonna kill innocents regardless, dude. Like think think back to the way that the soldiers have interacted throughout this entire story. Remember when Arya and uh and the hound were at the um at they they came into that that inn. Oh yeah. With Oliver. Yeah. Yes, with Poliver. And and like the the soldiers were passing the innkeeper's daughter around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like, you know, going up her skirt and like ra- you know, getting real rapey. And yeah. uh, show does a good job at rapey. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> and then, like, the, you know, they walked in, and they and Arya and the Hound sit down, and Poliver comes walking up to him, and the three guys back in the back are still fucking around with the girl, and it's like, you think that that innocents aren't getting killed and and abused and all of that kind of stuff without dragons. Because they absolutely are. Oh, of course they are. You Just know? like in our real world. But when right. the ruler right. goes crazy and burns all of them, when this whole time her <coughs> council has been telling her, we got to yeah, do it another way. She hasn't been getting the results by listening to her council. Like like Skirky said, I think you were out of the room. But you know, she has not been getting the results listening to her counselors. So now she's going to do it her way, and her way is to lay fucking waste. That's fair. You know? Yeah. She could potentially not be crazy. When my dragons are grown, they will burn cities to the ground. They will lay armies to waste. Yeah. Pissed. I mean, yeah. I mean, there has been she could still be crazy. Her but the Im- but her in the beginning of the episode, it. she looks like she's going crazy. Her yeah. face has gotten a little shallow. You know, there's little, you know, bags under her eyes. She looks crazy. She looks like she's going nuts. At that point in time, too, she's in mourning. She yeah. just she just saw not only her child with Rhaegal going down, but she also had Masande get her fucking head chopped off right in front of her. She's in mourning over her and Jorah. And Jorah. And, you know, everything else that's been going on over the course of the last, you know, few episodes that's and everything. That's what I mean. That would drive anybody right. fucking so crazy. Right. She, so she's in this. Remember when 
Remember the way that um, um, Catelyn Stark looked when Bran fell out of the window, and she was. Oh yeah. She it had it had a very similar feeling, like the way that she looked in Dragonstone when Danny was standing, you know, up against the window and everything, and she was completely in mourning, and then her mourning turned into anger. Right. You know, and and it's like this the the steps of grief. It's like um, I can't remember all of them, but there's like seven. De- the seven ste- the seven steps of of grief or whatever, and it's like denial, this that the other, anger is one of them, acceptance. You know, yeah. so these this is what we're this is what we're seeing in her yeah. is is this process, and then I'm wondering if. You know, like I've said, like I've said the whole time, if the madness that everyone's talking about is just her anger coming out, I mean, I kind of feel like at a certain point, it's like, okay, we fucking get it. You don't need to blow up everything and everybody, you know, and then you're like, okay, well, she is mad because, you know, she is slipping into madness because she just kept going. Yeah. You know? And I do, and I do think that there's a point to that, right? Um, but I also, I'm not quick to say that sh- that she has slipped 100 into madness, rather than saying like she just hit a string of shit luck over the last couple of you know months and week, well weeks for us, but months in the in the story. Yeah. Um, and she's upset, man. Like she's angry. She's pissed she's bitter the results she hasn't been getting the results that she's desired from listening to people like Tyrion and Varys and now there's dissension in her ranks and and all of this kind of stuff she's lost people so now she wants to do it her way and get those results and you know right then and there stop fucking around and I am the unburnt I am the Khaleesi of the great grass my dragons will lay waste to cities and you know whatever whatever skirky just said <laughs> burning armies churn and burn yeah we'll see if she's actually crazy that's basically what this episode's going to be is she actually crazy or is she going to like try and talk her way out of it not talk her way out of it talk her way into something well talk her way out of people trying to kill her that's what i mean like yeah. the, you know like well, actually, convi- actually convincing everybody that it was okay, that this had to happen, the way that it happened, and that people somehow believe her. I know John's gonna be upset. I know Arya is not a fan right now. Arya hasn't been a fan ever for the fact that she brought her dragons and her armies to stop the Night King. That's about it. What's gonna happen with Sansa? Sansa's gonna become Queen of the Iron Kingdom. <laughs> Queen of the Iron Kingdom. I'm, yeah. <laughs> She's gonna go to Pike. Yep. Oh, just kidding. Her, her, Talking her, shit. her, and Yara. Just oh gonna, yeah, yeah. Have some lesbian sex. Yeah. Do the chaka chaka. I get it. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to the uh, the prequel series if they are what yeah. they say they are. Most definitely. Yeah. Well. Yeah, there's not really much more to talk about. It was a pretty straightforward. It was pretty. Yeah, it was a pretty fucking. We just. Took out King's Landing. How's it going? Cersei died. It was not... Cersei died. Euron died. Euron died with a smile on his I, face I saying, could've... I'm the guy that killed Jamie Lannister. I could have done without that part. <laughs> without the Euron and Jamie Lannister fight? No, what he says. Oh. <laughs> Just the whole, like, 
close up on his face. I'm the man who killed Jamie Lannister. Shut up. You didn't kill shit, bitch. I would have loved for that that line to have been started. And as Euron was saying that, I'm the man who killed. And then Jamie comes up and just fucking slits his throat. I wish that would have happened. That would have been badass. Yeah, that would have been Because Jamie, like, Jamie has a grudge to hold, you know, yeah. a, a grudge, a grudge against Euron, you know, basically right. Euron, Euron's well aware of Jamie and Cersei. Oh, of he's course. made, he's made it very clear multiple times. And, you know, he's made it clear to Jamie himself. He's made it clear to Cersei yeah. and, and her Kingsguard and, and Quiburn and everything. Why do you so, call him Quiburn? Cause his name starts with a fucking Q dude. Kyburn. It's Quiburn. It's not Quiburn. Read the fucking books. Um, do you listen to the people say his name? Because yeah, but they're all wrong, dude. <laughs> they're not wrong. They're all wrong. You know, you, you want to know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna out Elliot. I hope he doesn't hear this. Yeah. Love you, buddy. Elliot used to call Compass Compass because okay. there's no U. Yeah. Yeah, but Q also has a k sound to it as well. It's Kyburn. Sorry. Compass. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, man. Quiburn. 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 Was he a fucking duck? Quiburn. No, it's a Q, dude. He's a a Q. quacking. He's quacking. Fuck you. Quacking spelled with a Q. <laughs> All right, fine. Kyburn. There you go. Whatever. And I, I totally <laughs> lost my train of thought here. Yeah, you said you were you were saying Quiburn, so I had to talk shit to you. Fuck, <laughs> you said it last week too. I let you have. It. I say it all the time. That's no, that's you the way. don't. Yeah, yes, I do. You've always said no. You don't. You've said Kyburn so many times. Yeah, you said Kyburn. Well, when I when I first heard the name, I thought it was, I thought it was Kyburn, which is what you guys are saying it is, <laughs> because I had I had never seen it written. Oh. I had never seen it written, and then when I saw it written, oh. I had heard, and he's not one of my most liked characters, so I've never really gone <laughs> too deep into oh, no. a storyline of his or anything like that, but I heard some dude on some fucking YouTube video somewhere referring to him as Quiburn, and he was like, he phonetically like broke up the word, Oh, and it was like... Q, I don't know, I don't, I can't remember how it's spelled, but it's like, yeah, it's QY, and usually you don't see a Q or a Y follow a Q. That's like not how the English language is right. written. And this guy was explaining that those two letters together give a Y, like a Y sound. So it's Quiburn. Oh. So fuck off. Well, I mean, <laughs> in the show, though. <laughs> With the people who wrote the show, they refer to him as Kyburn. All right. So, Fair uh, enough. <laughs> Fair enough, assholes. I just had to give you where I'm coming from with this, all right? I reserve the right to say Kwai because it made fucking sense. Just name your son Kwyburn. Give me give me another word in the in in language that is that is spelled with a Q and a Y. And I guarantee it's a different a different language and they pronounce it 
different than what Kai. Word has a Q and a Y. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I under. That's why I. That's why I accepted it as being Quiburn because I was some like, guy on YouTube is like, this is phonetic. Yeah, dude, don't you know that the fucking internet tells why, all the truth? Y sounds like a Y, so I guess if you put and people are also it. calling Sansa Stark Sansa and Sansa. And, I mean, come so, on, man. Sansa. Oh, Sansa. Sansa. Come get your supper, Swansa. Swansa. That's why I like John's name. It's just John. John. Yeah, right. No, but it's it's funny too because like I've heard people butcher all the names. Like even in the behind the episodes, DB Weiss says names different than David Benioff. Does he? Yeah, dude. Like uh, Masande. Missandei, Missindi, or no, it wasn't that. That that was like getting that was getting uh like New Zealandy, because we I think says it like Missende or something like that, and then and then DB Weiss I believe says Missande, you know. So it's like these names are so subjective, and you know, I'm hurt. Uh, I'm hurt that you motherfuckers called me out. <laughs> Well, it was it was more you him, know, man. You I, know, you kind of why do you keep calling him Clyburn? Yeah, because it's weird. <laughs> Just like how you kind of <laughs> tried to knock Lord of the Rings last week in front oh, of me. Oh yeah, that was funny. You shit on it so bad that we had to attack you. I'm like you said, frolicking. <laughs> I swear to God, there was a part. There's a part in that movie. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna watch them in all in the beginning of I'm the movie. I'm gonna study all of them, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna I'm gonna submerse myself more and more into. Yeah, and then you're gonna be on our boat and be like, "Wow, this is one of the best series of all time. It's no, the best be able, trilogy and be, and ever." And I'll be able to shit all over your parades. Uh, no, good luck. <laughs> good luck shitting on any of those parades. Peter Jackson's a, a genius when it came to those movies. I feel like his name should just be Pete. He should just be Pete Jackson. Pete Jackson. Jackson. Kind of sounds like an action star. Yeah, Pete Jackson. Pete Jackson, action, action star. <laughs> We're deriving from from the thrones. Hey, it's whatever. Yeah. It's the last episode. We phoned it in, guys. Sign yeah. a petition. Woo! Dude, when I saw that petition going around, I was like, that's the dumbest shit. I'm like, think about it from a financial standpoint. Yeah. There's no fucking way that HBO is going to be like, oh, these people signed a petition. We're going to drop $2 billion on another freaking seven seasons and Dude, rewrite, gonna- rewrite it with different people that haven't been involved in the show whatsoever. You know, like it's just—it's so fucking stupid, and it's. There are other writers such for a, the show. No, I know, I know there are other writers for the show, but like, yeah. they—they're like they're saying more competent writers. What you're gonna get rid of, Benioff and DB Wise because they're the fucking creators. They're the ones saying yes and no to these pl- to these oh, screenplays and storylines and everything. So, I don't know what you're gonna do. Oh, you're gonna get rid of the guys who did everything on this show. And bring in someone new to do a, n- a new season oh, where they have no idea what's going on. Right. It's just, it's so dumb and it's so uneducated. It's the internet, man. I know, the fucking internet. When something takes hold, people are like, that sounds cool. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm just going to put my, my opinion out to everything. It's like, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has mm-hmm. them, but you probably shouldn't show people your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What are you pulling up? I'm going to look at who wrote the bell. 
Well, I know DB and David wrote this one. And they're directing it together. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Oh, yeah, the last one is all them. That's crazy. They said it was too much pressure to put on any one person other than themselves. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And they also said that during during the airing of the final episode, DB Weiss and David Benioff are taking their wives... Uh, David Benioff's wife is Amanda Peet from the movie, the movies, the full nine yards and the full 10 yards. And I think I know who that is. Yeah. She, she's been in some stuff. Uh, she was in the movie Saving Silverman. Sure. She was the, the, the female, the yeah, brunette yeah. female lead. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, dude, that's a great movie. Where, where are they taking their wives? They're ta- Oh, I'm sorry. They're taking their wives to an undisclosed location and drinking tequila during the entire viewing of the of the eighth season finale. That's amazing, right? I'd love to do that with my future wife, right? And 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 I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like that way they don't have to be around other people. They don't, ha- you know, because like there's gonna be hate, and you know, like people are gonna be upset that it's over, dude. I oh, mean, remember, man. like think back to when The Sopranos ended. Twitter's and, gonna explode. Yeah, dude. Like they're Instagram, just, Twitter, they're, they're basically just shutting themselves off from the world. I would too. You know, like, the world's terrible. We're done with we're, people. We're on done the with this. We're gonna we're gonna let it chill for a little while, and then you know, and then we'll resurface or something. So, I thought that was pretty cool. I I, I admire their work. I, I'm 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 a, I'm a. You have to at least respect it, man. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, I do respect their work, and I I don't. I'm not angry. I see the flaws that people point out, and I'm like, yeah, I kind of, I agree, but I'm not gonna be butthurt about it. I don't think anybody should be butthurt about it. Accept it what it is, enjoy it for what it is. Don't let everything ruin everything in your every. Don't let everything be ruined by your hate and your your anger and your lust for power have already done that. Mm-hmm. All right, Star Wars motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah. Um okay. Who Who you know, we've already discussed who sits on the fucking throne. <laughs> There's not much to talk about. Now we're just sitting here with dead air and just we're just wrapping it up. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. We'll wrap it up tonight too. True, we will have whoever makes it this far. <laughs> Uh, we will have a raw reaction. I already said this in the beginning, but we're going to have a raw reaction at the end. It's going to be sick. It's going to be quick. I think it's only going to be like an hour. Maybe less. Maybe less. And then I'll discuss it with you guys alone. No one will hear our truth. <laughs> I'm so sad. Ah, <laughs> I hope I cry. Internet. If it doesn't make me cry, I might be disappointed. I'm going to go on the internet and just talk. I better shit. cry. I better cry. I better cry. I can make you cry. I'll just punch you a bunch in the side of the head. <laughs> <laughs> just punch you. Punch you in the side of the head throughout. Are you crying now? Are you crying now? <laughs> you stupid little bitch. <laughs> crying now. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I think we're going to end it here. Cool. Punching Shane in the head. I don't want to actually punch you in the head, but. But it's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you once again, Matt Purcell, for hosting and letting us hang out and always eat food and watch yeah. the show. It's Absolutely. been sweet. It's ne- been fantastic. Next week, everybody, the infamous, infamous Kurt Kubitschek, uncle of Shane Aldridge, 
will be on the podcast next week. And then we'll do an episode with Matt Purcell and Uncle Kurt. And everybody's going to be burnt out on Shane and Purcell. (laughs) Together. It's enough. (laughs) It's enough, damn it. Stop. I know. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I am not doing a podcast for at least like four months. Absolutely. We're going to take a nice tea break. It's going to be a nice break from me. Like (laughs) Shane does his thing with other people. I'm like... You know, it, 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 there kind of has to be a double guest episode between or with me and Kurt, like, yeah, because of our relationship and everything. So, well, and um, it just gives people more of how we know each other so well. And I'm kind of hoping that it's pretty entertaining, you know, I mean, there's a lot of stories together are pretty entertaining. Yeah. There's a lot of stories to tell from, you know, 30 plus years of me being involved with your family and everything. So, you know, what's going to be a really fun, entertaining episode. mm. Tommy and Drew. (laughs) That's going to be my favorite. Oh yeah. The next time Frankie comes into town, I'm going to try and have everybody at least like come in one at a time. Yeah. Shit talk him for (laughs) two hours. For two hours. Five separate people coming in inside (laughs) and out of the room. Oh my God. It'd be hilarious. I don't know. I think some of the conversations we had at your place on Friday could have definitely been on a podcast. That would have been, I wish we would have done it. A drunk cast, a drunk cast. (laughs) That would have been funny. The whale. The whale. For those of you who don't know, whales blow up when they die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You can go on YouTube and look up exploding whales. Have fun. Yeah. Enjoy. And the night is dark and full of terrors.